I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the Story Studio. Oh yeah, here we go. Check it out now. Welcome to the Story Studio, a podcast where an independent publishing company explores the world of self-publishing, independent art, and the future of storytelling. My name is Luke Condor with a K, and today I'm joined by Daniel Wilcox with three of the five vowels. Or three of the five. Wow, that's a, that's a good number. Not um, including S. I've got which... I've got three as well. Oh, yeah, I'm matching you there. Do you? Yeah, you do. You do. Yeah. Well, do I? <laughs> yeah, I do. You yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so it's just those two today. So we've done a lot of interview shows recently, and um, we just figured we'd have a show where it's just as because it's easy to organise is the main thing, and uh, <laughs> and um, just a chance to catch up because I mean we've been busy. Uh, we don't often get to sort of sit down and talk about what we've been up to, although mm. we, we we definitely try to every show. We seem to get in <laughs> a little bit of an update oh, yeah. on what we're editing it's, or writing. It's very similar to this this thing that I'm currently working on at the minute, which yeah. actually has no connection with your thing, but I want to say it. Yeah. So I mean, if if the listeners listen to the show are like, oh, I prefer the stuff when they're like interviewing people and talking about certain topics, then you might want to. Well, I don't don't skip the show. Don't turn people away. <laughs> It's not that, yeah, people, if you're listening to this episode and you want other people besides the people that actually host it, then just just ignore this one. Yeah. Come back when we have better people that you actually want to listen to. What I would, what I would say is, if you are listening to the show, you might just want to uh, grab, a, grab a beer, you know, chill out uh, and listen to us talk to each other for a bit. Um, yeah. yeah, man. What join you join us on the show. Yeah. What, you, what, what have you been up to? Um. Lots and lots, to be honest. Um, so I'm trying to remember what uh, I mentioned during the last episode, but I have finished the third draft of Lazarus, finally, um, which came in at a BC 100,000 words, which I think was double what we were both expecting. But yeah, I think it will serve the story in the long run and it will be wonderful. Um, I've also got a couple of other... I'm in one of those weird positions at the minute where I'm in a bit of a limbo waiting for you yeah. to finish they rot so that we can start at the same time with you editing Lazarus and me editing the second book of they rot. Um, yeah. and going with that. So I'm kind of just trying to fill my creative well, keep myself busy so that I'm not just doing nothing yeah, yeah. Uh, and just seeing what happens. And that has taken the form of a novella that I'm currently working on, which is episode one of what will be a longer, longer serial. It's like 20,000 words or something, right? Yeah, I'm aiming for 
around 20,000 words for each book because I don't want it to be yeah. huge. I want it to be um, enough that I can kind of put it out regularly for people if they enjoy it and, and yeah. go from there. Nice. How about you? Well, so the, the last time we recorded was with John and um, I was just saying how uh, February just finished and we'd done the, the whole Kickstarter campaign and I'd done like 50,000 words and I just had a bit of a break. Um, so I've, last week or so, I've gone back into the writing fully refreshed I've written about 15,000 words, I think, since then um, for the second book in, in, in the Rot universe. And I think I'm on like 62K or something in a minute. So um, it's getting there. That should be done by the end of this month, I think. Juicy. I'm very, very excited to see what you've done with it. I kind yeah. of It kind of feels strange because we had that intense month in January where we did a load of edits for They Rot and we got it to a ship-shape condition and we put yeah. it out. But since then, I kind of feel like I've forgotten everything about it. Yeah. Well, I feel, I, like like that, I feel like that about Lazarus. So when we swap back, yeah. I'm sure it'll, it'll come back to us, I'm sure, I hope. Yeah, yeah. Please. Just feel like you get to a point where you just start working other stuff and everything yeah. else just falls out of your head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so, uh, we, so we've got like a list of stuff that we plan to do. I guess you could call this like a quarterly review. That, that's that's what you said then. I think it's quite fitting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we've come to like the three-month mark. It's a good time to look back and think what we intended to do, what we have done, and what we haven't uh, got around to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but before all that, should we jump into the um, the big whoops for the week? Do you want to go? Have you got big whoop ready? Do you... Yeah, my okay. my big whoop. Um, I mean, unless you want to go first, sir. Well, it's completely up to you. Okay, so they might they might have <laughs> fine. So um, mine's a mine's a very big discussion topic. Actually, you go first. Uh, let us know what you. Think. Okay. No, no, you go. No, I'll go. Listeners, just switch off. Um, no, don't. Uh, okay, so my big whoop is that we got the news today that we came second in the This Is Horror um, Fiction Podcast of the Year category of the This Is Horror Awards, um, which is friggin' astounding, to be honest. Um, it, is, that... it is when you think about the shows that we beat. Mm, like yeah, Night... so there were some big ones like Welcome to Welcome to Night Vale. Yeah. Um, the No Sleep Podcast. No Sleep Podcast, and we were we were beaten by Pseudopod in the end, who, um, to be completely honest, I've not listened to any of their stuff, but I know they're quite big titans in the horror fiction arena. So Ten years you've come, been going for those guys. Yeah, to come second to them is kind of, it's yeah. a little bit um, surreal. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't really know what to say too much about it, other than thanks to all the people that voted and, and contributed, yeah. and thanks to everyone at HNC and all of our freaking awesome narrators who who dedicate their time to us and make it a thing that can happen especially on a budget in which i can barely buy a, a pack of gum each month it's <laughs> yeah so i mean the fact that we've done all this with with very very little money going into it has been this is probably bootstrapped like community-led project um mm. oh yeah so uh, uh so people are listening who are writers um just thinking about pseudopod they're accepting short stories um and they, they pay they must have money. They pay. Yeah. Uh, they pay for storage. I think it's it's a decent rate. Uh, I think you'd end up coming about coming at like a hundred dollars or something for a short story uh, if wow. you get submitted. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'll be our next level. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my big one. I, I guess I just wanted to spend a little bit of time gushing over Stephen King and the King verse. Like, okay. it's a good thing we're not recording video. <laughs> just because, like, um, so. Uh, the it films coming out. We've just seen the Dark Tower poster, which oh. is a wicked poster. It's flipping yeah. amazing. 
it took me it took me like a couple of glances to see that they in the negative space they'd drawn a tower. I just I didn't see, didn't I see that, that at all. Away. Yeah, cat did as well. I was too busy looking at the, the skyscrapers. <laughs> I was looking upside down. To be fair, it's very. Do you remember the um, original poster for the Batman film? Yeah, that was that's, all, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, there's that, and then there's the uh, Castle um, Castle Rock uh, TV show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's so much like cool stuff happening, and also like. I've decided to start reading Stephen King books and I'm really enjoying them. And I'm just like so into Stephen King. I've just finished reading Insomnia today. <laughs> like I'm just it's, like, it's kind of amazing how quickly you have to suddenly go on this book and this book. Oh my God, I need to read more and more and more. Yeah, yeah. I'm a bit like that. I tend to be like that with like uh, comics and stuff normally. But um, yeah, I just, I just really, 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 really love it. And I love his writing style. I love jumping back to like when I read like Salem's Lot and then reading Insomnia. There's such a difference in the way he writes. Mm. Um, but it's just, yeah, it's just great. And it's got this whole universe. It's amazing. And I just want to sort of spend, I just wanted to say that it's, it's fucking amazing. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> That's what yeah, I wanted yeah. to say. My, um, my thing with Stephen King. So I, I went through a similar thing. Stephen King, as he probably is with 90% of the writing community is part of the reason I got into writing in the first place. And I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it on the podcast where I, I was bought a book of his short stories for Christmas and which fell one, in love which with one was it. Everything's eventual. Everything's eventual, which is honestly still one of, one of my favorite yeah. collections of short stories some of the stories in that the, the opening one um i think it's called autopsy room four um it's just first person a guy in a body bag and oh it's just yeah you just feel everything but i kind i got to a point where um i read quite a lot of him in a short space of time and then when it came to my own writing you realize that a lot of what he gets away with and the reason he's so good that yeah. he can get away with it is because he's so famous that if you try to do that stuff you'd either be seen as pretentious or a bit um yeah almost a bit misguided like you're trying to do too much but when you get to a level where you can just write and pour your heart on the page which is i'm reading the stand at the minute which is something like 1600 pages and i'm pretty sure the only reason he was allowed to write it that long is because he was stephen king yeah definitely i mean they told him to i watched the documentary they told him to um cut 400 pages right and Mm -hmm. then he put them back in later on yeah i mean i would say like I do feel like sometimes he... Oh, he, cutting 400 pages. I know, yeah, it's insane. <laughs> I do feel like he does... That, 400 pages, that's like they rock and half of this next book. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yes, I mean, like, I do feel like he, he can waffle on a bit, but I really don't mind because he's got, like, such a... Um, smooth. Smooth way of writing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now it's kind of kind of like what I'd like to try and do more of in, in my own prose. Yeah, yeah. The um the book that I'm working on at the minute, which I'll do a title reveal for anyone who wants to know when winter comes. Um, I'm trying to not emulate that style, but I'm trying to take more on board where yeah. rather than with they rock because it's the idea is to keep it commercial, to keep it tight, to keep it moving. Yeah. Um, because this is telling a bit of a larger story, I am exploring the characters a lot more and letting myself just go, I want to write this and seeing what happens. I'm not kind of I'm not dialing back on backstory. I'm not I'm just seeing it's just it's a bit of a cathartic release, really. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to doing one of those projects, but we've still got to write the, like the commercial stuff at the minute. Yeah. But um, yeah. Uh, so um, what are we doing? Okay, so what are we reviewing? So I've got a list here of stuff that we intended to do. Do you want me to sort of <laughs> go through the list and just see what we shoot? Yeah. Okay, so the first one was um, three months of consistent TOS and TSS. So. Three months of consistent podcast, so the other stories and the story studio. I think the other stories is completely consistent. Like that, that's a pretty big priority of ours, I think. 
yeah, especially yeah. and you're very good at doing that. Um, you're very good at implementing systems, and I think you have a you and Carl made a whole like spreadsheet and. <laughs> This is, I mean, yeah, I, I make spreadsheets, yeah. but you make ones with actual tick boxes and stuff in there. <laughs> that was Carl. I have no idea how to do the tick boxes, but <laughs> okay. I'm very thankful he did. And um, he actually sent me something today, which was um, something that I'd had in my head to do, basically for new narrators, a guide on how to upload decent quality audio. Yeah. And I've been thinking of doing one for ages and mentioning to him, but never got around to him. And he just did it. Just Carl, Carl is awesome. Yeah, he's I call him the last vanguard of, of decent audio quality. <laughs> like he's so on top of that. I mean, uh, so the other stories we we stuck to that so well, and I think that just goes to show sort of how much we like that show and how much we want it to keep going. Yeah. Um, but the the story studio we have been consistent, but we have dropped the show to a fortnightly show, and I think that's was that was wise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think. As, as we said when we did it and we acknowledged the change that it's one of those things that I'd love to do more of because even now I'm like it feels like ages since we last recorded an episode yeah. um, but it's it's just time constraints and if this is where we're at in order to keep this going while managing everything else and I'm yeah. more than happy if listeners are happy and we're still getting good feedback from people I, I would ask you do you I well do you feel like the quality of the episodes and the interviews is uh, remain the same, drop, dipped in quality, or is better? I think it's better. I, I think, think it's better as well. Yeah, we've got a bit strict with the timings. Um, I think, you know, this is <laughs> this is just let us brag about ourselves episode. Um, no, it's not. But yeah, I think it's gotten it's gotten better. It feels a bit um, smoother and a bit more laid back with with some of the guests. I mean, to be honest, with the first few guests, because. Um, this is my first actual podcast show I've been on. Yeah. I was I was sort of gushing a bit on the guests, a bit like, oh my god, I'm speaking to these people. But yeah. the cool thing is they're people and they they like to talk, which is why they're on a talking podcast. Yeah, yeah. I definitely feel like we've got the the interviews have just got better. I think they're maybe it's the fact that like it doesn't feel when we're doing a show every single week, it can very often feel panicky. Like we like, oh man, I need to read some of that guy's work or like, I need to get yeah. some questions together like so and like you, it feels very sort of stressed but when you do it every week you kind of just sort of you take your time a bit more and, and you start to read up more about the, the guests and sort of <laughs> develop these questions quite naturally yeah you know what it is you want to say and you can yeah. do a bit more prep because I mean we were doing prep before but on top of everything else it's a lot more difficult to manage yeah yeah um so i, I mean I, i'd say we did quite well there i mean um there's more we can do but i think consistency in that is uh is definitely a a boon uh, the, yeah. the next point one I... of the things oh sorry before you move on one of the things yeah. i'd love to get more of is a bit more um guest feedback and a bit more people getting in touch and if they have any questions then feel free to to shoot them over to us because i'd love to have a segment either at the beginning or towards the end where we can just have guests uh, not guests sorry um yeah no audience listen audience questions yeah, yeah. um just people sending stuff in if anyone's got anything they want to ask or anything they want us to cover then then feel free because i was listening to the jay thorne's pedal pedal yeah. to the metal um podcast and they're quite good at, at actually getting people in touch and and listening to them and answering questions i'd love to kind of have a bit more of that style to it yeah yeah i think they um on Facebook, I've seen every now and again they they post a question randomly, don't they? Like, mm. and then they just start answering those questions on the show. Yeah, yeah, we could, yeah, we could definitely do some of that. Mm. Um, second point I've got here was um, open a bank account and like 
do more of that sort of behind the scenes stuff for the company itself, which we have done. It took ages to get sorted. <laughs> but um No one wanted our money. Yeah. So difficult to open a business bank. I mean, just because we're not in the same city, I think it's made it more difficult. Um yeah. but that's fine. Um the Mafree was the launch El Marvo Kickstarter campaign by Feb. We did, and it was um hundred and Thirty-five percent funded, or something like that. Um, that's that's awesome, man. That's so so good. I was thinking about it. Like, Have you calmed down from it yet? Is it all sunk in? Uh, well, I mean, I guess so. I mean, we haven't had the money yet because uh, it takes two weeks for that sort of process. But Dan's already working on the on the art, so it's sort of out of my hands at the minute. I'm just sort of waiting for. I don't know. I was thinking about this the other day. So when. When you sort of say, okay, you should, we're going to launch Kickstarter campaign by then, or we're going to launch a book by then, um, it's so easy just to not do that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like it's so easy just to sort of uh, say, let's push that back. It, we're not quite ready. Or um, I think it was Woody Allen said that um, the secret to success is just showing up because most people just don't show up. Like they say they're going to do something and just don't do it. And yeah. um, I was just thinking, like, it's if you. As, as we've done here, like if you say, okay, I'm going to de- definitely do this, I'm definitely going to do that, I'm going to launch this then, I'm going to send an email then, and then as difficult as it is, just do it. <laughs> just like force yourself to do it, as if you're like a personal trainer shouting at yourself, yeah. get out of bed and do it. Like, as difficult as it is, it, it just seems to work. It, like, it does work. You just, yeah, there's nothing going to happen if you just sit back and don't physically do it. Yeah. I, I've got to, um, so I've written the first episode of the sideways yeah the other stories audio drama that um is all wonderful and i'm very happy with it but that's going to be going to kickstarter and i've now got to sit down and work out the costings of it all and Mm. sort out artwork and stuff and i think that stuff's a bit intimidating for me so i'm in that situation where i'm like i'll have to pick a date not sure when that date will be it'll probably be next month it'll probably be next month and then just yeah yeah. need to sit down just have a chat about that and see what we can what we can push out yeah. Uh, speaking of, um, number four was Prep TOS Sideways campaign, which is what you're talking about there. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things we really want to do, we really want to do a sequential show, not just a short story show. Um, mm-hmm. And you that's like your baby um, that you're holding a script up for. It's called, are we saying what it's called? Yeah, go for it. It's called Cypher, and it's a steampunk VR, AR sort of techno thriller type thing mm. um and we're going to be kickstarting that so this is going to be one way we're going to try and pace from the narrators back and the, and and carl the editor is by kickstarting the show basically to pay them and uh yeah. get get this other show made yeah so they don't leave us <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's basically just a really really big love note to everyone but i mean it's hopefully the listeners will enjoy that as well yeah yeah no, I think um, so. One of the, one of the bits of feedback we got was that people seem to love our sci-fi stuff, and I've never really written much sci-fi, but you know, I thought I'd give it a stab, and I'm quite happy with how it's turning out. So yeah, there'll be more on that coming soon. Yeah, yeah, it's weird actually. The sci-fi stuff, people do tend to lean towards that. Mm. Um, out of curiosity, what has been your favourite theme? Like we've done thirteen themes so far of the other stories. Oh. Um... That's a big question. I think zombies was a fun one. Um, yeah, zombies, but it's like weirdly restricting, but weirdly like 
because you know all the tropes you can do whatever you want and like yeah, yeah. it feels really very free yeah i don't know i mean there's there's been a few that i've kind of really enjoyed what has come out at the end of it but yeah wasn't so keen going in so time travel i was fr- i was not ready for that one but i feel like that's one of my favorite stories that i've written yeah and also the, one of the best themes like i think some of the stories that came out of that were really good oh yeah they were solid they were really really good and i think was that around the time that carl joined us yeah i think so yeah so, been, yeah yeah so he brought it all to life and made it wonderful but yeah yeah what about uh, yours oh uh it's difficult because <laughs> I can only really think of like the most recent ones, and that's like post-apocalyptic and the artificial intelligence, which is the current one we're doing. Um, I don't know. I can. I think time travel is the one that sticks out in my mind as a really solid theme that everyone made really great stories that I really enjoyed. Yeah. What was your least favorite? Uh, I think maybe the space one. Maybe okay. because we all kind of, well, the three out, three out of four of us all did similar <laughs> sort of yeah. stuff. all people space drifting stories. through space, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, no, I don't know, it's cool. I, I enjoy it, it's just, I definitely I enjoyed writing that one as much as the yeah. others. It's a challenge, which I think is good, and that was part yeah. of the intention going in, was to stretch us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the next uh, point we tried to hit was finish drafting the second rut book and finish Lazarus' book. So it depends what we did mean by finish there, because <laughs> although like a draft will be complete of uh, the remain, which is the second rut book, mm-hmm. um, it won't be finished. And Lazarus, um, I mean, I still need to go through it, but I'm not going to change too much. I don't think uh, depends. <laughs> Start again. See, see what you find. Yeah, <laughs> scrap it. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, so. Originally, when we wrote this, I think the intention was to have. Lazarus finished roughly around the same time as they wrote mm-hmm. um, and it ended up I think I finished the third draft around the middle of February so but to be fair some of that was because I ended up um, putting more and more time into they rot to get it ready for publication because we yeah, yeah. decided just to get that going and really really glad we did um, so I think that one counts if you go against the list it counts as a failure but it's not too far off of being publication worthy, I don't think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll take it as a success. I mean, for me, the finished drafting bit of the goal just means get the majority of the work. The biggest work for me is always the first draft. I mm. guess that's not necessarily true because when I think about how long we spend editing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like it took yeah. about six months or something last time. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened. I think the end of the year just happened. Yeah, who we tired. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot going on. <laughs> um, number six was grab some beers and hang out, which we haven't done. Like no, uh, the last time we all saw each other was at Lincoln. Mm-hmm. October. Like, I mean, we have failed here. Like, and I do want to like fix this because many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. <laughs> like I think there's there's vast amount of times we just don't talk to each other just because we're busy, we're like doing our own thing. And then we yeah. And then apart from these podcasts and occasional story meetings and stuff, like just it's difficult to get together. Yeah, need to see more Matt. I don't see enough Matt. Yeah. Where are you, Matt? Yeah. <laughs> and, and the last one was sign up to Insta Freebie and run a giveaway, which we did. And I'll be honest, it's worked very well. Uh, so me and Dan started a new mailing list just for our, like our co-written fiction and post-apocalyptic type type stuff. And Insta Insta Freebie. For we've already spent twenty dollars, and we've got a thousand subscribers on that email list now. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so I mean, I think we're doing pretty well. Um, <laughs> is there anything that you going forward would like to try and do for Project Dan, which is the overall <clears throat> name for everything now? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I I, I want to keep just uh, slugging away in working on the stuff that we're doing so i'm really really happy if they rock the series and i want to i think my one of my big rocks um was to have three of those out by the end of the year which i think is still achievable yeah um i think i've got yeah my so i've got by the end of the year i wanted three of they rock lazarus to be published and one of um the what has become when winter comes out yeah um and to be honest, I think that looking at it now, I'm undershooting a bit. I could probably do more, but also I'm enjoying leaving a bit of time free to be flexible for other stuff that comes its, comes this way. Yeah, yeah. I think I definitely would like Cypher planned and ready to go in the next month or so, maybe. Yeah. Even if that doesn't mean putting it out straight away, but actually knowing what's going to happen and what the plan is. Yeah, I think if you get to the point where like you have, um, because we mainly make a Kickstarter project, mm. you you can basically just draft out the the campaign page, and as a Kickstarter campaign page tends to have everything that you need. Do you know what I mean? So like if you if you make a draft of that, you'll have a, a solid idea of your artwork. You'll have a solid idea of um, the 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 pilot show, and it and like it will just get your project all in the right order. Uh, so I think like just having a draft of the campaign page is is a pretty monumental goal. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So we can get that done. I think um, 
I think just one of the goals that I want, at least for quarter two, is to mm. start seeing just a bit more money coming in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be completely honest, just enough that... Because, um, I mean, we are we are making money at the minute, like bits of money, but it'd be nice to kind of make a bit more money using other avenues and see what we can do and where. Yeah. Well, um, so that was something we talked about today. And something mm. I would like to do more of is like run more author services but so we were talking about like cover design and stuff um mm. one thing i do want to try and do i want to try and do like a a, a very small seven day online workshop and so or run through paypal like just through like facebook groups and stuff and just um to get an idea of like how that works yeah. i know some people have had success with it and i think we could do it i think we could do it well i think people would get a lot out of it. It's like a small group of about 10 people. Um, it's something I'd like to try anyway. And um, we could always scale up from there if, it's, if it works. Yeah. Yeah, I think people would be interested in that as well. Just because I feel <laughs> it, it always sounds like you're speaking from Hugo when you say this, but I feel like there is stuff that we can impart upon people, especially yeah. um, people in the early stages that do need a bit of a, a leg up, a bit of a confidence boost just to get started. Because at the end of the day, it's the whole point of, indie publishing is that we all have come from essentially nothing to do the things that we're doing and I mean even myself about two and a half years ago would never have dreamed that I'd have a a novel with my name on the shelf the podcast doing so well and everything else that's currently going on so if there is if there are any nuggets of wisdom inside us then I'd love to pull them out and throw them at people (laughs) for money yeah for money (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, yeah, so that's something we should definitely look at. Uh, I also want to uh, do more conventions and events and stuff like that. So even if it's not like as exhibiting, like I think mm. it'd be cool to go to like uh, I think we've missed it, but like the London Book Fair or you know that kind of thing. Yeah, and just sort of grab a few beers, go around, and talk to people, mm. hand out some business cards and that kind of thing, and also do yeah. do comic con do comic cons because. Um, I mean, we'll have stuff to sell more of. We've got like the the banner, the roller banner stuff. And, yeah. Um, and again, that's more excuse to just sort of hang around with each other and spend get some FaceTime. Yeah, I keep coming across all of our um, CDs that we made up at the last one and our little slips yeah. of paper with the website on. And I'm just like, there are so many of these. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I definitely want to get out there. And I think even the fact that we've met some cool people on this podcast that go to these fairs, I'd love to just... Yeah. see a bit more of them and, and say hi yeah and like russell nolte uh, when we had him on the show was like so uh adamant about how good it is to be face to face to your customers and like sell them your books personally and i can kind of see that he um by the way russell nolte um so like when he was on the show he was we were both about to launch a campaign so he's hit his it was twenty thousand dollars his goal no his goal was sixteen thousand dollars but he's hit twenty thousand dollars jeez yeah um, Congrats! Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, to, I definitely want to do more of that kind of stuff. I do feel like I am a bit of a hermit sometimes, and I just <laughs> just go home and like work on books and stuff. And it'd be nice to sort of actually talk to some writers face to face and make some real relationships. Shall I share my writers group story? Yeah. <laughs> so you know about this, but yesterday um was the meetup of my regular writers group which is a three-hour session over um at one of the pubs somewhere near my house and i have gotten to that point now where 
the writers group was one of the things that got me going yeah and i love the people that go but when we go it's a case of people will take it in turn to lead the session we'll put out a couple of exercises about 15 minutes long and you come out with some stuff that i mean you're not really going to use but it could seed some good ideas yeah and just as i was about to leave i sat there and went oh, i don't know if i want to go because that's three hours yeah. where babysitting sorted i have three hours myself where i can go to this thing i could i could just go to a room somewhere and actually work on 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 my stuff and yeah actually just progress in that way and i ended up going to the writers group again because i was like no daniel you must see people <laughs> otherwise you just are you glad you went i am yeah yeah it was yeah. cool it was chilled out um i'm kind of bound to the next month as well because i've got to run it but yeah i was glad what, what, I, are yeah, gonna, yeah. what are you gonna do on I don't know. Last time I did, um, it was a Father's Day one, so I did kind of a theme on family and um, trying to draw on memories in your fiction. But ninety yeah. percent of the people that go are poets, so any exercise has to be adaptable to both poets and fiction. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I'll probably think about it the day. So before. when you rock up with your like horror fiction. Yeah. Okay, we're going to read about the different body parts and how long they take to yeah. decay. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't know what I'll do yet, but uh, yeah, I was glad I went. But there's there's still that burning part of me, no matter what I do now. Where if I'm, I don't know, if a friend asks to meet up for a drink and I pop out, or if I have to do something, I'm just like, oh, but I could, I could be writing. Yeah. It's it's a disease. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is a bit like all encompassing. I do, I do feel like, I mean. I, I get a lot of writing done. I don't know if we both do, um, but I do feel like I do need to balance that a bit more, maybe. And I think one of those ways we could do that and sort of reconcile it in my brain, so it's not like oh, I'm wasting time, is by going to like um, conventions and and yeah. writing groups and stuff like that. So I'm productive get... fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm still doing, still ticking stuff off the to do list. <laughs> and I'm still doing... working towards something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's always that one, but yeah. I do feel like that's also a bit of a curse of. Um, where we're currently at with our writing because it's yeah. that whole you know it, with me particularly it was i had the things i was doing and then i chose to become a writer which meant i had to find these extra gaps to do it meaning i had less time in the day for other things but yeah we're working towards going full-time once we're full-time because there's no if once we're full-time um yeah. time will free up i know it's not going to be the dream where we can have every hour of the day to do whatever but i feel like then we'll be able to chill back a little bit yeah. and be become people again become like real people outside of work yeah 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 definitely um so uh what else would i like to do so um sideways podcast is one thing i want to launch they remain like mm -hmm. I want that to get out of that that would feed us with the more money thing as well, because <laughs> um, then we'll have like the start of a funnel. Do you know what I mean? We yeah. can pro pro promo book one for free, and then it will lead people onto book two. Um, uh, what else want to do? So I think I'd like to at some point this year. So so what what one of my little projects that I do my personal projects is I come up with a new story idea every single day and. Um, mm. That is starting to get on my tits a bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, like there's sometimes there's like I go for a little burst and I'm like, oh, this is an amazing idea. I've got loads of amazing, like it's just coming out. But then there's a lot of ideas and I'm just sitting down going, I'm just going to write whatever shit comes to my mind. And it's and I read it back <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm never going to do anything with that. That was a complete waste of time. Yeah. But um, 
but I do think for the next, once I finish, I'm on idea 277 or something. Once I finish this year of uh, story ideas, I think I'm going to do a Project 52 where I do a short story every week and just put it on the website. And like, because I love writing short stories and um, I want to do more of them, I think, because I just feel like they're a really great sketchbook. Um, Mm. I'm sure I'll get pissed off with those as well. But yeah, yeah, yeah. they're definitely a good outlet. Yeah. Uh, also, I want to fulfill and satisfy our Kickstarter backers. Um, I think there's one thing is making the money from a Kickstarter campaign. The other thing is actually, if you want to do more of them, which we do, you kind of want you need to do what deliver. you said. Yeah, you need to deliver exactly. Um, and I think that's what I want to got really to talk about there. Uh, oh, oh God, I've got a question for you. So what is the <laughs> best thing you've done this year in terms of like writing career? Like the best tactic or thing you've implemented or software you've taken up or anything like that? And what is the worst thing? Like the worst habit or the um, worst piece of software? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, so the, the I think the best thing I've implemented is the bullet journal. Yeah, you still um, doing that? Yeah, I've actually upgraded. So... Uh, I, so I bought a Moleskine notebook and I was adjusting that and putting in my, my own bits and then decided that it took far too long to actually sketch out the fucking calendar every time. Yeah. Um, so I've just bought, I've actually bought it from Amazon. It's called an action diary and it's 15 pound. And it's basically on each day, it's got the week in sort of the top three quarters of the quadrant. Then yeah. you have a list at the side of things to do that week, sort of mini lists. You have a running tally of goals in the bottom corner and then like a box for things that you delegate to other people yeah and just just using that and getting more organized i'm now at a point where rather than trying to juggle so many things in my head if i have a, an idea or something that i need to do i'm like i'll quickly sketch that down and then i can come back to it and just tick it off and just implementing that has just made things a thousand times easier to keep track of yeah uh um, how, what was gone well uh so the best thing i've, I've, I've kind of messed it up because I've, I've put here co-writing but we started doing that like last june or something but i do feel like that has been amazing for many different reasons like one thing like you up your like uh the stuff that you're making like you become a lot more productive in terms of stuff you're getting out there and also i've learned a lot from reading your writing and the way you and the way we sort of write together and the way the, the prose changes um yeah and I don't know. It's just it's just been like really really great. I'm I'm so glad like you just sort of opened that up. Um, and I've sort of want to do. I don't know. I'm happy to keep doing it for as as long as need be. Uh, but I do, yeah, yeah, definitely. I do like the idea of us doing solo projects as well. Um, mm. but I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm happy to. This is really cool. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, but yeah, I, do, yeah. I do think like this year. So I've got a whiteboard. Uh, there and it sits right. So when I'm writing, that like, is right in my face, and I just sort of every, <laughs> once a week sounds stupid but i just once a week put on four or five things i'm going to do and pretty much every single week i've ticked i've, I've got them done like it's mm. just just having that constant reminder right in your face is it's perfect yeah yeah, yeah you, the minute you start getting that pattern of actually seeing things get ticked and cross off you're suddenly like i want to put more stuff on there so yeah, i can yeah. cross it out yeah and you start backtracking on things you did last year like yeah, yeah i did yeah. that cross out. <laughs> also i started to do um like what i call a week streak so if I took everything off on, on that weekly list, then that's um, then that that like ties me over to the next week, and I'll, I'll start building up a, um, a a run. Yeah, yeah, I've done um, I've done similar. I found a, an app on my phone called Loop Tracker, 
and you keep track of all your different habits and every day that you complete one you check it off so on mine i've got five that i'm keeping track of i've got write every day read every day drink it says drink only water but i'm on drink Mm. lots of water wake up early and then amish potty break amish potty break what's that uh going to the toilet without my phone uh okay um (laughs) actually i would say one of the best things i've done this year is read a shitload of fiction like Mm. well like last year i read so many like non-fiction because i was like i need to learn how to market a book i need to learn how to you know (laughs) do all this sort of like uh business stuff businessy bits Yeah, Yeah. yeah yeah And then this year, I'm just like, just read fiction. And I've read more fiction books in these first three months than I read entire the entirety of last year. <laughs> like, and you, seem, you seem, seem to be a fast reader, though. But the thing is, I never thought I was. Um, but maybe maybe we just got faster. I don't know, but like, I'm really enjoying it. I'm just finding a lot of time to just sit down and write. And also, reading really good fiction makes you want to write. Oh, hell yeah. And reading average fiction makes you feel better at, this is gonna sound really horrible but reading average fiction makes you feel better about yourself yeah. and almost validates your own work i've been reading a lot of print books as well like because you can get them for like uh fairly cheap like mm. used, used books like yeah, I think yeah. there is something good about holding a, a, a like a physical book and i do feel like as indies we need to be focusing more on print books as well because i think it's very mm. ebook focused yeah there's a lot of that going about i mean I I buy a lot of print books and I've got a lot of print books up on my shelf that I want to get to, but I just find that the pockets in the day that I have to read generally it's nighttime when it's dark and my partner's asleep so I just oh, use my yeah. tablet yeah, or yeah. Uh, audiobook I've gotten a lot into because I just listen to them on my bike riding to work. Yeah, you um, know what? That, that's one thing I've actually found. I've stopped listening to so many podcasts and in in places that I read my books. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I've got quite a few things actually that I'm like, this is the best thing ever. But I'll, if I if I narrowed it down, narrowed it down to two, I would say um, whatever my first thing was because I can't remember. <laughs> bullet, bullet journal, action diary. Bullet journal, and uh, the second one was so in the last episode I, I said that I was giving up social media for Lent. Yeah. Um, kind of fell through a bit because my job is in marketing and a lot of that's in social digital marketing, so yeah. I kind of had to put stuff back on my phone. Um, but it did make me appreciate the quiet times in the day that you can actually have. So a couple of times a week, I just won't listen to anything on the way to work. It's a 25 minute bike ride where I can just. Do you, you uh, ever meditate? Oh, you can't really do it when you're bike riding a bike. No, it's I, really I, dangerous. I, <laughs> no, I did. Um, a couple of months back, I tried to get up every morning and, and meditate for 10 minutes, but I just fell, fell asleep again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's really difficult. Um, so go on. Then. What's the worst thing for you? Uh, it's difficult. I've just put here maybe taking a little bit too much on, um, but I don't think that's even true when I think about it. Because mm, no, February was difficult. February was difficult because there's so much I was trying to get done in February, um, and I feel like there was more we could have done in the Kickstarter campaign. There's more effort I could have put into writing uh, fiction. Um, so yeah, maybe maybe I'll say that. Maybe I took too much on for February. Yeah. Um, I don't <laughs> know what mine would be, to be honest. I'm just I'm just so perfect. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> bullshit. Uh, I honestly don't know. That's a really difficult question. Yeah. Well, we'll think about it. Um, I've got a quick fire round questions for you. Okay. Oh, I'm excited. Okay. 
I've always wanted to know what it's like on the other side of this. <laughs> okay, you ready? Yeah. Okay, uh, number one, favourite book you've read this year? I'm already freezing. Uh, Hell's Children by John Monk. Okay, uh, number two, Stephen King writing erotica or erotica writers rewriting Stephen King books with erotic scenes every other page? Erotica writers rewriting Stephen <laughs> King every page. I think Stephen King's erotica would scare me. Yeah. Uh, number three, best TV show you haven't seen? Under the Dome. You see, have, you, have you not seen it? No. <laughs> number four, would you rather be bold or born without a face? Ah, born without a face. Would then be bold. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me feel great. Okay. Sorry, man. <laughs> Uh, if you avoid work by hiding in a toilet, what are you? A gremlin. A poo procrastinator. I've got here. <laughs> uh, beer or spirits? As spirits. in ghosts. Ghosts. <laughs> uh, favorite person on the planet? Uh, there are some weird things coming into my head right now. Um, it's Stephen King erotica, isn't it? Who? <laughs> no, I oh, had Bailey. Okay, yeah, okay. I had. Um, I'll remember it in a minute. Keep asking. I'll, re- I'll remember it in a sec. Okay. Uh, Lincoln or Essex? Essex. Okay. Um, that's all the questions I've got. So who's your oh. who's your favourite person on the planet that wasn't Bailey? That wasn't your, like, correct... That's the correct answer. What was the incorrect answer? I had, like, Ed, Ed and Eddie pop into my head. <laughs> <laughs> I probably panicked. Oh, three. And then I was like, yeah, all of them. And then... You can't, pick, another... can't pick between the Eds. No, One I don't know which favorite. is which. <laughs> I just had all the Nickelodeon cartoons just mashing my head. I was like, what the? F-? That was fun. Okay, I have to. Have I done one on you before? Yeah, yeah, we did one a while back. Yeah. Well, yeah. actually, I think we did one where we just. where we did each other. <laughs> <laughs> we, Jesus we did Christ. each other. And it was very quick fire, uh, that one. <laughs> can we put um, an apology on this episode in the show notes? <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> so, uh, have you got. Um, what was the worst thing this year for you? Um, I th- the only thing I put it down to is uh, not reading enough nonfiction at okay. the minute. Okay, cool. Uh, so that that's about the the long and short of it for this show. Uh, so quick thanks to da- Disasterpiece for the intro and outro music, Acast for hosting the podcast, the listeners for listening, and to Dan, my co-host, for being here. Because without you, I would be alone. And, uh, do my own quick fire round on my own. On myself. <laughs> That'd be awkward as balls. Yeah, it, there'll be balls involved for sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, man, I'll uh, talk to you in a bit. In a bit. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Story Studio Podcast. Still hungering for some podcast goodness? Then why not check out our other show, The Other Stories? Oh. And did you know, every time you leave us a review in the iTunes store, a puppy is born. Cute, eh? Anyway, toodle pip. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
Hey, I'm Guy Raz, and on my show, Wisdom from the Top, I talk with CEOs and business leaders about the toughest challenges of their careers. There's lots of ways to measure success. Sometimes a company has to bet against itself. We wanted to set ourselves apart by having a point of view. Businesses really impact people's lives in pretty fundamental ways. On Wisdom from the Top, some of the greatest business leaders of our time share their intimate stories of leadership, innovation, and transformation. Stories you won't hear anywhere else. Check out Wisdom from the Top only on Luminary. Now, back to your show. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Acast.com. 